Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm a sicko. Isn't that the uh, secession quote? Are you are you a sicko? Yeah. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome <laughs> to a losers lounge. <laughs> Man, yeah, there wasn't even <laughs> a tr- oh, no, no, it's a trombone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it wasn't even a trombone today. Man, I'll tell you what, man, our vibes are low. Low vibes. This is uh, you know sometimes we come in and we should gather around everybody. We're no. just going. We're going to suffer together right now. I think uh, Eric in particular needs you guys to kind of hug him. He needs a hug, guys. I need a hug. You do need a hug. He's playing all the sad songs. His saddest. No, this one. is a, this is my rebound. Well, I guess you're right. This is this is a bittersweet song. <laughs> They're all Our day will come. Um, it's a bittersweet game. Only it wasn't at all sweet. It was just bitter. <laughs> uh, bitter. Um, Nuggets fall to the San Antonio, San Antonio Spurs, one sixteen to ninety seven, in a game that was uh, the red carpet was rolled out, the table was set. The food was prepared. Everything was ready. Nuggets just had to eat. They did not. They starved themselves, and they fall. Uh, we're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, though, America's top-rated sportsbook. We didn't even hit our bets tonight, did we, Dev? Yes, we did. Okay, uh, well, at least we hit our bets. Like, what do you think yeah. this is, dude? We hit our bets? I'm that. not the yeah. Nuggets. Yes, we hit our bets. All right, well, at least we made some money in our misery today. That's always great. Uh, over here, though, I got Brendan Vote Checking out the ad reads, ready to get prepared. Um, uh, no, I still don't got it. My God. Over <laughs> here, I got... Uh, what? <laughs> Over here, I, got deal. I was going to be really mean compare you to the Nuggets bench tonight. Wow, um, <laughs> buddy. Come on. Over here, I got D-line. Guys, all the members of the Denver Nuggets are bad at basketball with the <laughs> one glaring exception of Nikola Jokic, who's the best player in the land. He's the MVP. I'm going to shield Aaron Gordon from a little bit of your, your hatred here. Aaron Gordon was fine. Jokic was divine. Everyone else can go ahead and uh, hey, careful Aaron now. Gordon had 18 and, 18 and 13, two, one and two. That's I fine, whatever. I don't want to. Yeah. I'm not any flowers tonight. Test. Nobody gets flowers. Nobody gets dude. any flowers. Not Except even Jokic. Jokic over here. Well, what about Superstar Dev? Yo, dude, Dev can have all the flowers. All right, you get all the flowers over here, Superstar Dev. I mean, I, I hope that this show goes as many minutes as Jokic played today. I, 41 minutes. I think we could do it. That might be too long. We might be too long. We might we might get as fatigued as Jokic did. Um, no way to put it. I mean, honestly, the table was set for this one. That's what. That's the thing that I think is such a bummer. Like, had the Wolves won, or you know, whatever. Like, you look at this one, you think, okay, I mean, obviously it would have been worse if the Wolves would have won. But this one was the one where it was like, you know what? This could be the end of our misery. Jesus Christ! Tonight could have been the end of all of this, like anxiety, <laughs> this angst, this uncomfortableness. Nuggets yeah, like, just win, and guess what? We get. Basically, 11 days off where we're just like, nothing happening? Cool. No, that would be the easy way. That would be the easy the way. the Nuggets don't know the easy way. I, lo- I love the Honestly, idea. it wouldn't have been that easy of a way. They still made a sweat for 80 games. It would have been nice listen, if we got two off. Listen, as, as much as I've enjoyed it, as good as I think they've been at their peak, 
this team's best playoff series win is in six games. They don't know the, <laughs> they don't know the easy way. It's Even so when they're true. good, it's not God the damn, easy this way. This is definitely coming back down to Sunday, isn't it? For Maybe sure. Over time. It definitely is. <coughs> Buckle has up, to. pal. Buckle up. Oh, my God. Um, do you guys want to want to do the... <laughs> it's called the quick hey, let's, recap. Let's break, guys, let's break this down real fast. What do you, you want to do the slam dunk recap the here? Sl- yeah, the, the five slam a recap. <laughs> All right, Cal, cue up that graphic for the fast breakdown. We're going to run through it here. This is where we recap the game, of course, and remind everybody if you didn't to? see it. Uh, yeah, I know. God, this is actually like reliving. We're going to have some PTSD here. Um, Nuggets got great looks early. Actually, if you want to know this game, like sometimes the beginning of the game, you know this, Dev. Sometimes the first like five minutes of a game set the tone emotionally for what it's going to be. And tonight, the Nuggets, first of all, they were very flat. Like this was a game where Denver, I don't know, they thought they were going to roll the ball out and win or something. It was a desperate Spurs team. But the Nuggets got great looks for five minutes and didn't make any of them other than Jokic. But like they were just getting great look, great look, great look. Just couldn't convert. Dunks? Nope. <laughs> couldn't get them in. They weren't even hitting dunks. Two missed dunks. Hitting dunks. Two even, missed dunks. Even Yoke, who was absolutely dominant for most of this game, even that first quarter where he had 17 points, he missed like two or three that you were like shocked at. Like In a weird way, he had 17. He felt like he was going to have 25, but he just missed a couple bunnies. Um, Pirtle picked up two fouls very quick. Yoke was going at him, man. Like Yoke tonight... I love the aggressiveness with which yeah. he played. I loved it. It was fantastic. Uh, it ran out of gas. We'll get to that. But he had 17 points, uh, played all 12 minutes. Malone just let it ride. I, this was a game where it was very clear to me that Malone was looking at it as the punctuation. Like, win this one, Yoke gets to rest a lot. Sure. And it didn't work out the way. Um, 32-30 Spurs. Uh, this is a beautiful song. This is the one I was. This is the one I played. Here's the Zombies. You know this one? This is a great one. A little piano. It's a very. It's, it's a, for a pop song. It's actually an intricate little uh, riff here. Um, second quarter is this, zero. Is this by the Monkees? Oh, you you idiot! You <laughs> son of a. You're gonna make nice. Uh, zero defensive stops in this entire oh game. I mean, just like. We're going to talk a lot about I'm setting the, the, the parameters here for things we're going to talk about. But the Nuggets defense tonight was a joke. Um, and then offensively, just so many missed layups, missed dunks. I don't know what was happening. Like, it's almost like that it was a curse on the Nuggets Dude. tonight that they couldn't make the easy stuff Denver, happen. Denver nightlife, undefeated. Yeah, Spurs started pulling away. And then Malone gets attacked. Jokic gets attacked. There was two missed dunks. And what do you know? The Nuggets are down 20 points at the half, 64 to 44. They were down 20 points in a game that was handed to them. Life was terrible. Uh, third quarter, you thought, okay, Nuggets have to come over and dominate right away. Did not happen. Nuggets still stuck in the mud out of the gates. It was back and forth like nobody could really do anything until finally they got a run going with about eight minutes to six minutes. Nuggets made a quick work, cut it to 10. Jokic was was just like being so aggressive. It was a very fast paced game and they cut it all the way down to 85-79. Six points. Jokic plays the whole third. Six points. 20 points down to six. You think, perfect. They did it. Now you just gotta, you know, not blow this. Bench comes in, immediately blows it. Immediately. (laughs) Immediately blows it back to double digit, deck to nine, deck, and Jokic comes back in with eight minutes and 30 seconds. He didn't get a rest. In either half, he did not get a rest tonight. He comes back in, couldn't make anything himself. He went cold in the fourth. Nuggets role players miss everything. They just, it just, they just couldn't do anything. They couldn't uh, make up the ground. And of course, uh, the Spurs end up making enough shots. You have to tip your hat to them. I thought the Nuggets defense picked up a little bit towards the end, but the Spurs started making contested shots. So, like, it's one of those things where sometimes you. Allow them to get confident, allow them to get momentum, and then they make the hard ones. Um, so the Nuggets dropped this one. I thought it was interesting that Michael Malone kept Jokic in even when they were down 20 or 15 with like two minutes, three minutes to go. Malone timeout, hack a hurdle. Like he kept trying to go for the win. And it tells me 
that the Nuggets viewed this game as like, hey, we can do this, and if we do it, we, we get rest. It, we get to rest, and they just didn't do it, and it scares me. Dev, what's your big takeaway from this one? My biggest takeaway is that they really messed up uh, a really good opportunity to <laughs> clinch. Like, you know, <laughs> just not a complete game whatsoever. Um, you know, we we continue to go back to the to the to the bench unit, but it was the starters that really struggled in this game. Really, everyone outside of Jokic and Aaron Gordon just could not get themselves going, and also that whole defensive lack thereof is just really starting to like bite them, and it's getting to the playoffs where it's going to be really good teams. Like, luckily, Denver's been playing against these not so good teams um, going down like the home stretch, but. The Spurs are are still a desperate team. They still have some life, and they 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 wanted it more than Denver. So Denver just has to try to get something going on that defensive end. And now it's scary because the offense is not there. So just not a good game at all. Um, just very um, lackadaisical. And I felt felt like that was an opportunity that they would close it out. The lackadaisical part is the part that kills me because guys miss shots sometimes. But you know what? When it push comes to shove like tonight was a night where it didn't matter actually if guys hit shots or not tonight was a night that's like we can guarantee a win by just locking in defensively don't give them anything easy the spurs are not a good team like they're not a horrible team but there is a reason that they are 34 and 45 they're yes they're fighting for a play in spot yes they were desperate but guess what they're not good and they were missing Dejounte murray so they were actually even short-handed and you think don't put this on your offense about whether or not you're going to make shots. Put it on your defense, and nobody showed up for it tonight. Even Jokic tonight, be honest with you, was not great defensively, and nobody showed up for it on that end of the court tonight. That's it's just it's so frustrating, so disappointing. Eric, what's your big takeaway? My big takeaway is that we keep watching the same goddamn movie over and over. Like now that we're coming down the stretch, and we're like, all right, just got to restore order here. The Nuggets put themselves in a great position. All, they're in control of their own destiny. All they need to do is beat this shorthanded team missing their <laughs> best stars uh, that really has no business being in the same uh, room as a team led by the reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic. All they have to do is take care of business, and they don't take care of any part of business. Right. They're just like, all whatever. They come out. Like, I was so, like, I'm so deeply disgusted with what I saw from the lion's share of the Denver Nuggets tonight. Like, Monte Morris was atrocious. Uh, Will Barton went back to his uh, unwinning ways. Uh, the thing like, about Barton is, like, he took 12 shots tonight, and I don't really, I don't think he was gunning it. One of the things people don't like is him gunning it. No, it, but it, it was the defense, and it was, it was the him not getting, making yeah, him, shots. It was, it was him defense, getting yeah. getting uh, rubbed off on every single screen. His player, or his, the, the guy he was supposed to be defending, Getting into the lane, doing whatever he wanted. Nobody else could contend. Like, it's just disgusting stuff like that. Like, when you're in our position <laughs> where you don't have to play the game, but, like, you have to devote, like, part of your life to watching this game, talking about it, thinking about it. And you're like, you assholes. Like, <laughs> this is not just fucking you. Like, there's so many other people involved in your lack of effort and you're not caring. And you, like, thinking you can just roll in and, like, you know, just do whatever. Like Austin Rivers was so criminally terrible tonight. Yeah. Um, it's just there's so many guys that you're just watching. You're like, what do you what, like? What do you think you guys are doing? You've been, been playing for five months. Yeah. Leading up to this, and like now you're at a place where you can actually just put a nice punctuation on it. You can actually like have a good feeling and sort of move forward. And like, no focus. Yeah. No effort. Two two dunks that were missed. Like it, it was, I think three actually. It was just like so deeply disgusting. I'm like so 
like out on the Denver Nuggets at this exact moment <laughs> in time. I'm just like so grossed out by them. It is frustrating because there was a moment in, to start the fourth quarter where Yo, the Timberwolves. Block that Isaac guy. Just get him out of my life. Uh, just get him out of my life. I don't need him. In my uh, life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- th- there was a moment there to start the fourth quarter where the Nuggets had cut it to six, and you look up and Minnesota was down 20, and you thought like, here it is, the chance. Yeah, like to your point, this was the chance to finally feel good, and it was right there, and then it was all downhill for Denver. What's your big takeaway vote? Yeah, it's the perimeter defense. I mean, this was a night where Austin Rivers was on the floor. And yeah. he's, he's one of the guys he started, yeah. that can get a stop. Um, and other than him, and included him tonight, you know, when is the last time they stayed in front of anyone? God. Monte, Barton, Gordon, too, who dude, I think was better tonight. It's an epidemic, dude. Like They just can't stay in front of anyone. And I just, I don't think, that's the biggest thing. Like, the offense coming and going is really tough, but they still have Jokic at the end of the day. And they still have produced the sixth best offense, at least going into tonight. They'll find ways to score in, in across the series. But it is going to be really hard to imagine them winning any series given the perimeter defense. And that's been the story for the last, you know, for the final third of this season. And it just hasn't gotten any better. And it's hard to imagine how it does get better. Yeah, I mean, all of these things are my takeaway. But the the big thing is just the defense. Because, again, you can't count on making shots every night. And especially this group. Like, there's not great shooters you know all over the quarter this or that there's not really creators there's not some nights you're gonna and, and the spurs are very good at taking away like inside you know they're they're very good at taking away the paint that that area and denver was struggling inside the three-point line tonight so you can't always count on that what you can count on is can you just get stops can you defend and it really leads me like this season is so difficult to analyze make big picture like i see people make big picture proclamations about you know Michael Malone or this or that. I'm like, guys, this season is very hard because you're missing what was your actual team. But I do feel like there's a couple big ones, a big takeaways I have. And one of them is I've always thought since Jonathan Jarks wrote the article about how Jokic should probably, or the Nuggets should copy the Mavs, how they did with Dirk Nowitzki, where Dirk's so good he can carry and on offense, give him elite defensive talent around it and trust him. I look at that and I go, I agree. I think Murray and Jokic, not just Jokic, but Murray and Jokic is enough. Like, it's honestly enough. You need a bunch of defensive players because what you have this season, why it was proof of concept is you didn't give Jokic good defenders, but you didn't give him good offensive players either. Like you gave him, you know, Monte's good, Barton, just inconsistent, whatever. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, this team should be able to win games just with Jokic on offense and the rest of the guys on defense, but, but you don't have that. So I look around at the roster and I think that's the one thing I would take away is you don't need some of the offensive talent you have on this roster because it's inconsistent anyway. And but to you call sh- it talent is like a gross misuse of that word. Well, what I mean, like Monte Morris is better than what he played tonight. No, my I point, know. My I, po- I'm, 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 I'm down bad. Bro. But what I, what I would mean, is, here, here's what I would mean. Dev, is Monte an <laughs> offensive player or a defensive player? Neither. He's kind of a little <laughs> bit of both, but he's not especially yeah, one. Like, is Will Barton an offensive player or a defensive player? I don't know now. Right. Anymore. That's, but this it's is not defensive. But he's not a defensive player. And also yeah. offensively, yeah. like, sometimes yes, sometimes no. So that's my point is, can you just give him, can you give the Nuggets the A version of Austin Rivers? You give him Aaron Gordon, and can you give him one other, whatever another good defensive wing is, can you give that and then just trust that Jokic is good enough offensively to get those guys 40 good points and him and Murray will take the rest? I honestly think the answer is yes. And nights like tonight are the thing that Jokic tonight was up for the task of carrying them yep. home. Just either make a couple shots or get some shot stops. Just didn't do it. And that 
Yeah, it's both of those things. And Jokic was gassed in this one, and it wasn't to me because he took a career-high 35 shot attempts. It was because he was guarding half of the Spurs at once right. every single possession. He was very active tonight on that end. But when not a single player in the lineup can stay in front of the ball, it just requires a lot of repositioning and a lot of covering and a lot of exertion on that end. And I thought that particularly, more than just 40 minutes in a vacuum or 35 shot attempts, it was that aspect that robbed him of his legs in the fourth quarter, and that's clearly what happened. Yeah. Yeah, you bring up a good point about the fact that he was playing both offense and defense tonight. He he took all of the shots pretty much for them, and also on the defensive end, he's, he's, he's extremely exhausted, and you could actually see it tonight in different ways than usual, and I think that's what makes it way more impressive that Denver is the sixth best offense because there is so much inconsistent, in, inconsistencies. There is so much of... None of those guys are offensive guys on Denver's right. team. They really are built around one guy just doing it all for them and it working out. But that's why it makes you know a perfect sense that if you surround Jokic with specialists of something else, right. like we already talked about the shooters, if you surround him with shooters, it makes it a lot more easier for him, especially for gravity purposes. Defense, I think that that would be even better. It would be more scary. Like if you throw him in the middle of that Raptors team or something like that, where he's the focus and he's doing everything on that end, he gets to take those nights off. He gets to take those plays off, like Dirk Nowitzki when he was playing really well, um, where he's exerting that uh, that on the other end of the floor. So, like, we've been seeing incredible Jokic, like legendary-like type things right now, and that's with him having to play on both ends of the floor and really be huge on that end. When is a guy going to step in and say, okay, let's help him out in different ways? Or even front office. The thing is, that group last year like probably could have scored enough points that this issue is mitigated. Um, it's just not going to be the case for this group on the floor right now. So there is still some hope, even San's massive roster overhaul, whatever. Like the obvious thing, which is you get your two best weapons back. Everyone on the other end has to work a little harder defensively. That, that's the big part that's, of it, yes. Yeah, that guys can't just, you know that everyone has to work a little harder to stay to hang with the Nuggets. And so that's still super on the table. This is how basketball works. The offense and defense are not separate. They're together. Like It's right. not a coincidence that the Nuggets got outscored 32-14, to 14, meaning uh, they gave up a ton of points. They scored very little. Those things sometimes go hand-in-hand. Hand. Third quarter, Denver scored 35. They only allowed 21. Sometimes, again, they go hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, but tonight, it just this was such a golden opportunity. I'll tell you guys my belief. This is my belief. In fact, can I go... Charles Barkley on this. Yeah, go for it. Man. Charles Barkley makes what, guarantees, what, 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 and he's yeah. always wrong. <laughs> that's what I'm going to make a guarantee that's wrong. Guarantee. I think Jamal Murray's back on Thursday. Whoa! I think the plan. Dude, why would you do you're that? You're just going to empty this clip, huh? I'm going to keep emptying <laughs> it. I, no, no, I'm being serious about this. I think he is. I think the plan and part of why the Nuggets pushed so hard for tonight was what a perfect opportunity to sort of like, okay, we get to relax here and bring him back for a couple games and this or that. I still think it. I still think it happens. I still think Jamal Murray comes back Thursday. Um, but what a bummer that now he comes back in what will be a must-win game, <laughs> rather than a, like a what could have been a we don't need anything. Yoke's going to play 25 minutes mostly with you, and we can just kind of work it back and see how you look, see how you feel, do all this. Now it's hey, wanted to get you back, want to get some reps, but uh, we can't afford a, like a a, a, fi a five point slide like you you're going to be out there but you can't screw anything up it just completely changes things and i think that is it, it's such a bummer man that to me 
and I, and I thought that going in, I just had, you know, maybe kind of heard a couple things here or there. thought, okay, this is cool. Nuggets could put it away. And then you watch how that game was coached. Michael Malone going for it. And you think, that's for sure what is happening. They know the stakes right here. Of they can buy themselves two preseason games for Jamal Murray. And yet they threw it away. I love the idea, though. Like, we're like man, we can't count on Jamal. Like, we might get a five-point slide. Uh, get out there, Austin Rivers. Dev Bryn Forbes or whatever. I am so down on the Nuggets You are right so now. down, I'm like, I am, They look, broke you tonight. They broke. I am so disgusted with what I saw this evening. Like, I, you know, normally got some smiles, maybe some jokes. Fuck you, vote. Fuck you, Devin. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. I'm out, dude. I it's like Josh Primo this. and Devin Vassell. So and, like, that, these guys aren't, like, you know, they're NBA players. They're all right. But it's not like they were getting murdered by these, like, brilliant basketball players. Josh Richardson also hit four contested threes that, like. At the very end, he did. That's what I mean. He's never hit in his life. But that was at the. This is what I was talking about. This is why how I did the recap was they played around so long that then those shots sure. kill you. No, there's no doubt. There's it's no the doubt. same thing with, like, you just got guys out there. I mean, Keita Bates-Diop was a positive tonight. I mean, listen, like, the last three games, the difference was the win was against a team in the Lakers that's not going to outwork you. Right. But, these <laughs> la- but so the Wolves true. and the Spurs, desperate, are going to come yeah, in and outwork the Nuggets so at home true. right now. It's so I true. didn't think it would look this bad. I thought the Nuggets would lose this game because of that dynamic. Um, they're just getting outworked right now. And, and that you know, that win against so the Lakers true. was really nice, but it doesn't. It's certainly not like, you know, ointment on that wound because it's not like the Lakers test you in that way. Right. Let's hit our first break. On the other side, we also have to get to the bench tonight, <laughs> which, uh, again, could not Why? be trusted. Fully Why? outside the circle of trust right now. That second unit. By the way, you want to realize how few expressions you really know. Host a live show five times a week. You say the same. Ointment in the wound. I was just, <laughs> just picking words out of thin air. I don't. <laughs> Well, there's no ointment in the wound right well, there. Well, to be fair, that doesn't... It sounds like it's, it's a fly colloquial. ointment. But that sounds like colloquialism, but that's actually what you use ointment for. No, that's just <laughs> literally... <laughs> no, I know, but that's not an expression. I, I just, know, but you can, you can actually just have invented... That's what it... Whatever. You're, you know you're, what my favorite fine. expression is? Go buy mile, uh, uh, mile, Jesus. Go buy. Wow, he's on fire. Go buy the Holy mile, high, smokes, mile high city copper lager beer from Brendan. This, this is the like you threw it to him for the ad reads. He's stepped out of bounds. That was a straight Austonian <laughs> effort. <laughs> <laughs> he just threw him the ad reads. Boogie breaking a bunk. Haha, I'm trying. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. <laughs> Why the hell Mile was he out of bounce on that anyway? Like, what the hell was he doing? Yo, if you're gonna wear, Why are you out of bounce as a spot up shooter? And if you're going to wear bright pink shoes that show very clearly, you know, vote, uh, please continue with your ad. <laughs> Just was standing there out of bounds. On the bright side, my flannel appears to have been a safer choice than the jacket, <laughs> t-shirt, and hat, and sneakers. You should have honestly gotten full thief today. I, like I, I, I thought about just not wearing a shirt. Full criminal. No take shirt. it off, bro. Take it off. What else? Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR at Mile High City. Copper Lager is the Nuggets-themed beer with that sleek new Nuggets. Well, it's not new anymore. Nuggets logo on the can. If you want to know where to find it, use the Breck Beer Locator. Google that. It's going to ask you where you live, what you're looking for, and you tell it, you tell it that, so, and it'll tell you where to go. So it says, vote, put the uh, THC ointment in his wound. <laughs> That's how he got high. Yeah, it turns out, didn't get high off that. Um, I was it's actually his body reacting to the lotion, not even the THC. I was just... waiting for it to kick in, but um, yeah, wish I was high watching infected. that. You should probably first half. Yeah, put some ointment in that wound. Anyway, Breckenridge Brew is the official beer of DNVR. Check out the Mile High City Copper Lager, and uh, check out their farmhouse, too. It's still open. You can order food from pickup as well. Call 303-803-0 from 12 to 8 p.m. For pickup, use code DNVR to save $5. And then uh, DraftKings, America's top-rated sports book. 
Golf season's in full swing. Get in on all the action on the course at Jeffkin Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 on golf's first major and get $25 in free bets. For every birdie, Bryson DeChambeau sinks in the first <laughs> round. Jeff King Sportsbook is a top-rated app with tons of ways to bet on golf. Get even closer to what's happening in the tournament and bet on who will win golf's first major single-round matchups and more. Jeff King's a safe, secure, reliable, best of all. Deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download Jeff King Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet $5 to win $25 in free bets for every one of Bryson's birdies in the first round. Join the action for golf's first major with code DNVR. Only at Jeff King Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alrighty, back here. Uh, segment two. The bench unit is really... is is pretty frustrating right now because again this was a night i think malone was going to play Jokic a lot of minutes and i have to give him credit like we've talked about yoke not playing nearly enough this season he's kind of paced him out tonight he went for it 40 minutes is a lot Jokic got tired but i don't think he planned to play him 40 i think he planned to play him like 37 36 a lot more than usual but not this many what happened was that second unit just once again was not up to the challenge and this is the thing with the second unit that that worries me is once again, it's not about can you go out there and drain some threes? Can you do like those things are all great. That unit just needs to like be physical. They need to defend. They need to like go out there and just buy minutes. And I'm telling you that that's the part that concerns me is do they know that's the role? Because I do feel like you almost watch them play and you're like, do you realize your job is to up the intensity here defensively mm. and, every, and on the boards and everything else, not get out rebound, get beaten transition and those kind of things. So tonight... Part of what happened tonight, DeMarcus Cousins, one of seven, you know, you get uh, uh, <laughs> one of those seven was, J- it, was an attempted dunk. Michael Green, 13 minutes, two rebounds like th- this. is This is what happened tonight. That's why you had to give Yoke such a short rest in the first half. Yeah. I mean, you already talked about it. Uh, the fact that the second unit is giving no spark, no energy. There wasn't even one guy that kind of stood out to try to bring some type of anything to the team. And that, you know, that's the problem. You're supposed to be trying to buy minutes and also try to give, you know, the starters, especially Jokic, more time where he can rest. Going in and fouling the entire time is not good. Going going in and giving up a big lead or just ex- them extending the lead where it's forcing him to have to be on the court a little bit more, it does put you in a very, very tough spot. And that's not a only a DeMarcus Cousins thing. Everyone else has to be on the same page, and they don't seem to be on the same page on either end of the floor. It's not like they're knocking down shots and they're like, you know, in a in track meet type games, but they're also not slowing it down and, and being a grinded out team where the defense is is where you're going to win it. And and with that with that lineup, that's where you would think it is. They have a little mixture of everything. They have the speed um, at the guard positions. They have the big man that can battle inside, and they don't utilize that or go to it it seems like they're going away from what their bread and butter was which was getting their ball in the hands of their best player so maybe bones highland at times and then also there was a time that cousins had the ball in his hands and everything was working around there they just don't have that anymore and i don't know who to even put the blame on it's a it's a real concerted effort like a whole group thing but this is kind of my point with the second unit is, you know, at the times where they've looked really good, it's been because they've looked like stars who are just coming off the bench. I mean, a lot of people have said, you know, Boogie's the Boogie and Yoke, the most talented one, two center talent, you know, in terms of talent or this or that. But here's the thing. A bench has a very specific role, especially in a game like this where you know it's going to be limited. And that is like they are role players. You need them to be physical. You need them to try super hard. You need them just to be like locked in. And, and that's just it wasn't that tonight. It was. 
they didn't have that energy, which is what Denver needed. I mean, what was it? Yoke came back in like nine and a half minutes in the second quarter. He left yeah. for like two minutes and then had to come Dude, back Boogie in. He played eight, like eight minutes tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, had, he, he got himself into foul today. trouble in no time at all, which was part of it as well. And then also were you to stay on the floor any longer in that first stint, then that game is well lost before halftime. Oh, I just yeah. think 100% of bad bench games since they've acquired Boogie like correlate to Boogie himself playing poorly. And tonight, he's such a loud member well, of that. Such a loud unit. member. It's true, but he only played eight minutes. No, I know, but he was disastrous in those eight minutes, and Bones didn't have the juice tonight, and that's just like, that's really most of the second unit. And yeah. by the way, Bryn Forbes, who, when this unit was doing their thing, was a significant component of that. Um, Malone said he was going to get him back out there tonight, bench after six minutes and 51 <laughs> seconds. He was literally on the, the only player in plus I know, territory. Kind of plus one. So without him, just in terms of the offensive stuff, it just feels like Bones or Boogie and maybe Dunker Spot Jermichael. But if those two guys don't have it, um, and it, it's been the last week or two, this bench has really sort of create, fallen back to earth, and it's tough. You, you hear this one, Dev? Yeah. I love the one. You love this one? <laughs> this is the one for me. That's, yeah. that's I can't get enough of this one. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. It's a lot of Nirvana lately, huh? That's all I hear. <laughs> Even when I lay down in bed. <laughs> So I hear is Nirvana. Just jamming to some Nirvana. Um, are, we, are we worried at all? I mean, Bones, I still think Bones makes a lot of important plays, but it's pretty clear that he'll get to the rim once or twice a game. He'll get a lot of open threes, and if he doesn't knock them down, like it's just so loud. Tonight he didn't knock them down. He had some great looks. Um, you know, How do we evaluate Bones tonight? I don't think uh, worried at all because, you know, there's games that he is going to be able to um, – hold up that second unit and that's a lot to ask for a rookie on any team for him to be like you know one of the sole purposes that the second unit is able to score or able to get going the shots are not falling right now um but how can other people assist him in, in those regards or how can they uh, bring that type of spark or energy um he is still part of that rotation he got to play 17 minutes in the game um especially in a game that Monte Morris was like really really struggling in you know he he does have to bring it a bit more but if you're putting all of your eggs in a rookie on, on a second unit you're you're that's what you need to be worried about but that that that's what you have to go through about putting so. eggs into bones yeah yeah that's I'm worried about that too. <laughs> everyone is so um yeah i mean I, i'm not worried about it but also, like, you do want him to get back into that rhythm and into that zone because he just was, and that's when the Nuggets are playing their best. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, really, the fact that we're talking about, like, why Bones Highland wasn't able to carry the bench out of the, the mire and the muck that they created from themselves says everything about the bench. Like, what are you talking about? This is a rookie. Like, this, is, like, this he's been playing great. But, you know, like, he's a rookie. I, mean, I know, like, they need him to be more than that. But you they, are right that he is that. He is right, that, but it's right. like this, like, that's a complete indictment of the veteran players that play on this bench that are so wildly inconsistent. I mean, they, oh, God damn it. There were moments where, in this season, the bench, for, like, a, a weird, like, bizarro stretch of the season where somehow the Nuggets strength. And I don't know what happened. I mean, granted, it's like, it's that thing that, happens all the time with the bench where it's like just different players all the time yeah. and they can't find a rhythm like Jeff Green's out so that means you know like they really need shift. Jeff Green back I know it's weird to say but they really need Jeff Green they back. do and then Austin Rivers switches into the start, starting in uh, yeah. 
I Austin Rivers is, is in a bad spot right now. He like needs He, he hit a couple threes. Tonight. I honestly thought he just had like a four minute like, yeah, disaster. Yeah, it was class. the second it's, half. It was the second half. And it's been it's been several games where it's just like he is just not where he needs to be. Like it's in that this is like a, a guy that is a ha, is a veteran on the squad. Like you bring him in because he can be a steadying presence. He's done it in the league before. He's yeah. able to hit shots. Like just there's just so, so much clownery happening with so many of these players where you're just like, man, we can't count on any of you dudes. Like, how is this possible? All of you dudes suck. All of you, like, no one can step I up. I think I'm with you on the Austin one where, I mean, his numbers are really bad. He was a team worse minus 18 tonight. So, But, but yeah, but still. But I still, still think but he's good, guys. I, I actually think Austin's had a good season. I, I see what you see. In Vote, you should uh, you should sound off on this angrily. Tell us why I could Austin if you want to. Tell us why Austin's a minimum actually deal. good. I, I think he's, no, I think He's, I thought starting him was the right call tonight. I thought he played well up until that stretch. He was horrible in that stretch. And on this show, we have to talk about that. Right. But I would probably limit it at that. Like, I think, to me, the bigger issue is just that he started tonight and they still couldn't get any stops. I know, yeah. <laughs> that part's very sucked. concerning. Um, but listen, I mean, I, in t- as far as my, like, totem pole of expectations and guys I really want to hammer into right now, Rivers is a little lower for me. But that's right. Uh, we we got, disagreed. We, we, we got to mention Aaron Gordon because he was good tonight. 18 points, 13 totally rebounds, good. two assists, one still two block. He goes 8 of 16. He did go over three from the three-point line. And two of those were like right away. I don't know. He does do the weird thing where sometimes he settles for jumpers where you're like, come on. But once he started barreling to the basket, he just did what he has been doing lately. Um, my circle of trust has two players in it right now, and it's Jokic and it's Aaron Gordon. And I'll be honest, like Aaron Gordon, I, it's an uncom- like he's in, he's in. Actually, I shouldn't say it. he's in. He's in the circle of isn't trust. That, isn't that, if there's only two players, isn't that a line of trust? <laughs> yeah, it's really not much of a circle at the moment. That's two people. It's an incredibly <laughs> tiny, can't really make tiny a little circle. <laughs> Just dialogue. <laughs> Do we have any notes on Aaron Gordon before we move on? Yeah, I feel like he really stepped into a role where they were missing another rebounder, and he decided mm, to step in that. on great, that. Great um, he's not a you know a player that. I feel like this attacks the boards, but for some reason he controls the paint in every single way. This was a game he knew that he was going to have to help Jokic out on boards, and he made it uh, a point to. Um, we didn't see the same dunks and you know plays where he's like you know jamming and dunking everything, but I felt like he he made it a point to try to get more, um, give more effort on that end of the floor. There was also a play in the game he he, he actually did a turnover on it, but. He like had a closeout and a block in a, in a, in a, and he was out of position and I was like okay he's still trying even though you know the Nuggets are down and they're trying to get into it he is still trying on that end and that was like my first time in a while feeling like he did try on that end of the floor even though it didn't work out but he's he's definitely in my circle of trust and also he's just no. like becoming more consistent even though you know the plus minus is not showing it that was not a bad Aaron Gordon game for me. No, he was, I mean, he was the only other player that was, like, worth mentioning in a positive fashion. Aaron, It's great, too, because Aaron Gordon is doing what you want the rest of the Nuggets to do, which is getting better, heading towards the playoffs, like, rounding into form. Like, True. the rest of the Nuggets are just, they are just fumbling. They are just, like, staggering into the playoffs. It's, the defense is on such a bad stretch right now. Like, this is maybe the worst defensive stretch for the Denver Nuggets that I can remember us ever having to talk about for the last week plus, where it just seems like... I mean, the fact that they can't stay in front of anybody, it just feels like they're just tired. Like, they're just... They don't really have it going down the stretch. That's all effort stuff. It's like 
they didn't suddenly forget how to do it. I mean, they've been doing, they were decent defensively all year. And now. First it, third, they were great. Remember yeah, that? Like now that, that it feels it, like a lot. Now that it's like we actually need them to do it, it's, just, it's, it's like so comically bad. Yeah. Um, I think they're spent, man. I, they, the I, nuggets? Do, I, I think a lot of the role players are just. We're talking about something that I don't know if they can do. And right by now. and by the way, here's the thing: is if you do, even if Thursday, like even if they do clinch this on Thursday, they've got Memphis. Memphis has nothing to play for, but we know Memphis is a very prideful team. Like they 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 compete, even if they're shorthanded, they're going to compete. I am praying that they decide to rest Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson and Jaw. I mean, Jaw's still out, but that they rest all those guys, so at least Denver has a slightly God. better chance. But if That's you do do at. that, Denver probably has seven or eight days, basically to prepare for the playoffs and rest. I still think Denver would likely, especially if Jamal Murray comes back, play their starters in Sunday's game if they were to win Thursday. But they probably would play them more like three quarters, you know, because that game wouldn't matter to them. So you do buy yourself quite a bit of rest, and I would hope you could be refreshed for a playoff series, which yeah. we haven't seen a refreshed Denver team, I really think, all year because they've had <laughs> to sprint the whole marathon uh, out here. So it's just it becomes so important. Um, my fear, honestly... Some of this is like, what's the writing on the wall for this team? And some of this is, they barely beat the Indiana Pacers who barely. didn't want to win. Like, they barely won. They just lost by 20 at home to a Spurs team that was missing their best player. You know, they barely beat uh, Charlotte, barely beat Oklahoma City. Like, you start to go through some of these wins, and it's like, they have some good ones under their belt. Don't get it. Don't get it wrong. But they also just have a lot of games that were like this one, where you're just so unimpressed. And God damn it! I mean, this is the th like we're coming down to the stretch where now we're just talking about like which other teams aren't going to try. So maybe we can <laughs> maybe we can sneak it in. Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like you want the Nuggets to be like just on the court, like. Taking what right. is there? You want them to take. Like we're not. Just they like, definitely are going to back the like, word their way. We're to not the like, oh god, please don't let Bane play. Please don't <laughs> let Joff play. Like we want to have a chance in this game. And it's like, what are we talking about? Like this, this team should be a home game against. Yes, the they should be like Memphis. building yeah. momentum, yeah. going to the playoffs, yeah. like looking at each other, like guys, we did this. Like we made it through purgatory together and like we're going to make something special out of this jamal murray is going to come back the cavalry is returning just in time but they're just like well, staggered they're like they're 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 phased well it's let's like, hit an early second break here because there's a lot to get to one we have 10 super chats two we do what? Need to, we do need what to go around the association but more but more than anything guys I'm telling you, we have to talk about Jamal Murray returning on Thursday, which I still think is a thing that will happen. 50 -50. And your point, D-line, is very is right about the Nuggets limping to the playoffs or like this or that. But you know what? Can Jamal Murray be that adrenaline shot emotional. from Pulp Fiction? No, not emotional yeah. boost. The adrenaline, adrenaline straight to the part <laughs> where the comes back to life yes. and, and, and gets back. We'll talk about that on the other side. Evoca TV. It's oh, your best yeah. way to watch the Denver Nuggets and the Colorado Avalanche. The latter might be a slightly um, harder pitch right now, easier sell. But hey, they're both available because Ivaca has local networks like Altitude Sports, 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 Sports. The service is now available in Denver, Colorado Springs, Phoenix, Boise, and Twin Falls, comma, Idaho. Uh, and they're making it easy for you to call follow the Colorado teams that you love. It should be easy for you here in Denver, but it isn't. You can make it easier on yourself with Ivaca TV. How do you get it? Go to Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. It's only $25 per month plus receiver. No contracts, no hidden fees. Check them out. Check your favorite Colorado teams out because that's what we're doing here, right? That's what we're doing. Uh, Lightshade sells Wana products. One of those products is a one-to-one -one CBD to THC cream. <laughs> Doesn't get you high. Learn something new every day. Did help my muscle pain, though. Um, 
and oh no. I don't think they get you high. <laughs> they don't. Yep. Need to catch up on some shut eye after the big game, no matter when you take them. Uh, Wana also has fast asleep gummies, and this well-rounded recipe will leave you feeling rested and refreshed in the morning. Fast-acting sleep aid will have your eyelids feeling heavy in just 5 to 15 minutes. Actually, good stuff. This carefully calibrated formula contains 10 milligrams of CBD and just a hint of THC. Just a hint, Eric. Just a dollar. <laughs> Where can you find Wana? Colorado's premier dispensary. Light shade. And what's cool about light shade? When you go in there and you scream DNVR at the people behind the counter. DNVR! They don't even say hi. Just scream it at them. They are contractually obligated <laughs> to give you 25% off your order. Once that's, they're done cowering in fear. That's not one time or two times or three times. That's every time, so long as they don't kick you out for yelling at them. <laughs> and we're back. You know what we didn't even talk about was uh, this being a Tony Brothers game, which it totally was. A Tony yeah, Brothers game. Yeah, I mean, Yo gets attack. Uh, Malone gets attack. Um... I can't believe the Nuggets got Tony Brothers twice in one week. He called a foul on a jump ball. Do you guys remember that one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, then he, I, and then he exclaimed loudly to Michael Malone, he wouldn't take the disrespect. I hope Tony Brothers does not get a Nuggets playoff game. I mean, do, if you get him twice in one week, does that mean you're not going to get him in the playoffs? Yeah, it should be on a rotation where he can't come back around for a while. God, like, I hope really, that's the case. I, I didn't think you'd get the same ones like in a, in a row. Is there a shortage? Like, what what made that happen? I don't want to know. (laughs) Is there a shortage Shortage. of brothers out there? (laughs) Um, Let's kind of, before we get to these super chats, I I just want to ask you guys. I was really hopeful. One reason I really wanted this one is because, like I said, I think, again, I don't know, but I think Jamal has a good chance of coming back. And I wanted the Nuggets to hit their over without him just because it makes for a good MVP story to be like, you know what they did? They beat it even without him. Now you come back and you still have a chance. Dev, if he does play, where, how would you say the emotional boost to distraction? <laughs> like, where, how, what does the scale look like between those two things? I think it's com- going to be completely a boost. Like, you already know that, like, uh, he's your guy. Um, he, he has a, diver- a different mental aspect. He's also been, like, with the team this entire time. So they already see him. They already talk to him. It, it looks like he's uh, coaching a lot of guys up. But to see him go out there and pretty much not risk it, but like to put his body on the line, his season on the line to try to make, you know, the team better. I think that that goes a long way, especially for a guy like Yoke. All you really need is to like get him going really um, in different ways. He's already already so good, but I think other people will start to fall in line. So it like just gives everybody that energy that they need oh, yeah. um, or at least just feel like it's a fresh start. Um, you already hear all season long. That's been the conversation because it has to be. This team is playing without Michael Porter Jr. This team is playing without Jamal Murray. Now if you get them back, it's like, okay, now I feel like we have a chance. Now I feel like we have some hope because the last time that the Nuggets did have him, they were contenders. They they right. really did feel like that, and it was looking like that. So having them in any capacity on the court, I think, goes a long way. No doubt, dude. I, I think there's just something about, like, <clears throat> You just feel like the, there is light at the end of the tunnel, regardless of how he plays. Just the idea that being in susp- suspended animation for as right. long as we've been—it's so just sort great. of like you're you're reminded of what the true form of the team is, and like why it is that we're so hopeful for the future, and why the Nuggets championship window is not even close to closed. It's not—it's not about the season. It's never been about the season. This season has just sort of been like uh, you know, just just keep swimming, like. What can we do? And like along the way, like let's let's let Jokic do his thing. Let's let him win an MVP. And 
you know, in the meantime, we're going to have to count on guys like Davon Reed. And we're going to fight, we're gonna have to have count on guys uh, like Austin Rivers, uh, who was good, I found out tonight. Um, <laughs> no, no. He was also bad tonight. I'm not. <laughs> but the point being, like, obviously, you know, if the Nuggets are going to fulfill the destiny that we all believe that they are entitled to, and we ourselves are entitled to, is going to be on the backs shouldn't say that. It's going to be on the wings of Michael Porter Jr. and Matt Jamal Murray. <laughs> going to be on the ACL of Jam- That's not even an expression. <laughs> We're going to hitch a ride on the ACL of Jamal Murray in the back of Michael Porter Jr. to take us to that promised land. But it's just, you know, I mean, like, listen, the like, you can always cite history when things are dark to sort of see how things have gone. The Golden State Warriors, one of the most dominant teams in the history of the NBA, lose Clay, and suddenly they don't make the playoffs. Like, right. and now they're just like slowly digging their way out of the same exact thing, that, the muck and mire uh, that we are find ourselves trapped in. It's just, it's just the way of it, man. NBA basketball is just so fragile. You lose one so guy, true, one one important guy. You lose like the the like the the um, difference between. Absolute happiness and complete devastation is just a little <laughs> ACL that is the yeah. you know it's a rubber band basically and that thing snaps and like suddenly you're like what are we doing like we're just now looking for answers we need to get creative uh, we you know and we ha- the, the amount of money also that we have sunk into those two players like if they are not able to you know become who we thought and who we think they're going to be. You know, it's just like another era. What kind of boost will you get personally? I'm asking D-Line if By Jamal seeing, Murray plays oh on Thursday. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, like, listen, that is, to me, it's like, all right, let's, like, take a deep breath. Let's, like, let's reset. Like, this is, the season starts anew. I mean, the, the storyline starts anew. It's like the, everything that happened in the past is, like, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It, none of it matters. It's just, like, now we're back to the team that we know that we are. Now that we're back to... All right, like now we can like really count the W's and the L's as meaningful for the future. What they actually mean for the real destiny of this goddamn <laughs> yeah. squad, which is not th- like th- I mean, nights like tonight are so I mean, th- they're so frustrating because we know what we have. Just yeah. that Nikola Jokic. And also like that third quarter when the Nuggets played harder than the Spurs, and then wouldn't you look at that the lead shrunk really quick? Just yeah. like, I don't know if you guys can right now, but wouldn't it have been cool if you did that in the first quarter? Are you guys ready for a little around the association? To have no, a little bit who of fun? cares? I don't care. No, Life this sucks. is a good one. This is um, a good one. Okay. The Lakers are currently down by 20 points, and they're playing such um, low energy, low effort, low pride game that Detlef Shrimp is on Twitter. I didn't even know he was on Twitter, <laughs> but Detlef Shrimp is on Twitter, and he is talking At about. Shrimp? <laughs> it is D-Shrimp, so not that far. Um, You're cooking tonight, bro. <laughs> apparently he is, uh, but he's talking about like how embarrassing this is. Like The, the whole timeline is just talking about how embarrassing it is, the Lakers' effort and spirit. And I've got to say, like, it's uh, I don't want this. I don't want the Nuggets of season to come down to the final game where they have to beat a Lakers team, a dispirited, not trying Lakers team. Like it just sucks because, like you said, that is kind of going through the back door. Also, like it would be too much stress for me personally. Um, but it is maybe a piece of solace that the Lakers really do seem like their season's coming to an end. They lose this game; they're down twenty in the fourth. They lose; they have nothing to play for. They are eliminated. They probably shut down AD and LeBron, um, and, and at least maybe you get the gimme there. So, um, 
They're getting I, clowned I, apparently. I feel like we're underselling this. Because <laughs> it sucked. Tonight from our end sucks. Yeah. yeah. The Lakers are going to miss the play-in. Right. The play-in. In the middle of, like, LeBron. Not not prime, but, like, a, a player that is just known. Like, he's a top two player of all time. I mean, we worried that the Lakers were going to win, like, four in a row when they got AD and LeBron. It was like, well, now, like, look at this. And here they are in 11th place. And this would like, be, like, the second time. Like, the first time really wasn't his fault. But, like, he's going to miss the playoffs for another year. Two out of the four years he's been with the Lakers, he'll have missed the playoffs. That's crazy. That is insane. That's crazy. Basketball gods are always watching. Well, I hope so. Um, let's see what else did we have today. We, of course, had the Utah Jazz went into overtime, but they did get the win against the Grizzlies. Now, this is a little important. The Grizzlies have nothing to play for. This game did go to overtime. It was, they're on the road at Utah. Again, what does Memphis do on Thursday? Like, it, it doesn't make sense for them to keep playing, but, you know, we'll have to, especially now you have an overtime game on the road with his travel. We'll see what that that report looks like. Do you expect the Grizzlies to go full go? No, but also consider that the Grizzlies that will play will yeah. and might win because it doesn't seem to matter who they rest. They win games anyway. The thing for me to look at in that game is at what point does uh, Memphis want to get Jaw some run before mm. the playoffs? Oh, So is that like a game that he wants to come <laughs> back in? I just don't know. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> it's like I Jamal Murray's it. return and then Jaw Morant's also returned. Yeah. Like, but he's only been out for two weeks, so he's like not that bad, that 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 damn bad. And then of course the last one here, the Timberwolves lost to the Washington Wizard. West Unseld, shout out West. West Unseld came through for the Nuggets again, and they just smacked them. Like this is a game. I don't know why the Wizards won this one. I don't know what they, they were won thinking. By a lot. But they won by a lot, and and it was obviously. I mean, think about if the Timberwolves would have won tonight, and the Nuggets are one game now. I will actually not think about that. Yeah, thank, thank God we much. don't have to go live in and exist in that timeline. So. Nuggets only have to win one of the last two, both of them at home, although I guess home is not really exactly a, a good thing for the Nuggets <laughs> right now. I don't know what to make of it. They officially locked up a better road record than home record this year. That's got to be a first. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is this? What is this dumb season? All right, let's go to our Super Chats here. What are, people, what are the streets saying? What a bunch of sickos. Is there anything more beautiful? They're probably just yelling at us. Tyler says, I still love you <laughs> nope, guys. Opposite. Purgatory sucks. Love wow. You too, love you too, Tyler. Man. Tyler, yeah. we needed that. I needed that. You're I did one. too. Nobody's ever told me they love me my entire life. That's true. I and nobody ever will. <laughs> and it still chat. wasn't directed just at me. Yeah, right? I just got a piece of, of that love. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I hope uh, you don't think that's changing. <laughs> <laughs> Bo Kun says, proud of Nuggets. Every player except Jokic and Gordon came in and decided to do one nice thing. I feel like there's a second part to this. <laughs> Is there another? I think there's another. All right. Sarcasm, was yeah, sir. I'll take it. <laughs> Sarcasta chat. I swear, like I never read these properly on first. You don't Aaron, ever read. Aaron says yeah, eight, up on that. again. Uh, again, seed versus Golden State is what most of us six no knew was going on. Six seed, six seed versus knew Golden what State. was going down, going down. Yeah. yeah. All right. Again, yeah. also, if you're going to super chat when we're down bad. Make sure you try to sneak a rhyme in there so it makes it even more awkward for Adam <laughs> when he realizes halfway through that it's supposed to be a rhyme. If you really it's want always to the best. <laughs> throw him for a loop, just sneak a Marvel reference in there. Uh, watch him I'll catch that one. A little Batman. What do we have here? Addison says, hopefully this will make our final game against the Lakers Possible? easier. I mean, maybe. Maybe uh, not. God, we're like, please don't let... Uh, Nuggets are going to overtime like, against please, Austin Reed. Please let them rest Taylor Horton Tucker. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I think he's, he's saying because if they lost tonight and then, you know, the other things came into play, they don't have anything to play for. So. 
Like just looking at it, right. but it does make sense. That would be horrible. Well, They'd have to play <laughs> Austin Reeves again. LeBron trails this scoring title by point three points, I believe. <gasps> but however, consider that LeBron coming back and trying to score fifty points that game has nothing to do with him trying to win that game. He might also throw the defense in the toilet. As yeah, well. but it's still points. I still don't want it to happen. Yeah, You're right. It would I be dope if that. he just hung out under the basket all night. And just might like, do that. <laughs> He's getting pretty shameless with it. They got Golden State, Oklahoma City, and Denver. That's their that's their upcoming games after this one. So maybe he just plays the next two and shuts it down shuts for the final down. one. Oh, we'll good find looking out. out, man. Um, John says, this one was so disappointing, but I appreciate what you guys have been doing during this strange season. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. I'm telling you guys, it sucks for us doing the show, too, on a loss. Like, we just want to come here and vibe. You don't understand. Like, when the camera go, cameras go off, we just scream at each other. We just cry. Full throat. Oh, Eric, Eric slapped did, me in the face tonight. Eric did have, like, some loud curses that <laughs> oh, reverberated I, dude, through the bar. <laughs> I, I, my vibes were... Not great. Not great. Rotten. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> really bad vibes. <laughs> Um, Eric's kind of driving me fucking insane. <laughs> Timo, Timo says, maybe these next two games we find much needed energy in Faku. Let him grow. What's the worst that can happen? I love it. Um, we're at that point. We are at that point. We're, we're like, hey, we're we're like these back. are the most meaningful games in the season. Uh, Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but also, <laughs> <laughs> when the world is ending, I'm finding Eric. Let's roll the dice. Uh, Get Marcus Howard in there. They need some type of energy, and he brings that. Hey, he brings that. Here's one thing I'll say about Faku, man. Like tonight, nobody brought like the, the nobody gave enough. Nobody yeah. cared enough to like go out there and just thought, like Faku, not great. Really hurt, really limited, not a good fit, but he tries every single night, every single second, every possession. He goes out there that's and works why, hard. That's why he played as long as he did. That's why he played as long as he did, Timo. So, hey, I don't think it's going to happen. You know what I will say, though? F it. Win this next game on Thursday. Maybe he it's does true. play on Sunday, though. Like, you know what? Maybe roll him out there and just keep him fresh, keep him keep him connected. Or buy him out, I guess, and then sign Dave Unreed. I don't know. Yeah, one of those is. two I don't things. Know. Throw him a bone or wave his ass. Yeah. You know, <laughs> one of the two. Trent says, I feel like this loss might cost Jokic MVP. Utah won, and I think that means Denver is stuck in the sixth seed. The team let Jokic down. The vibes are tragic. I don't... Six five, nobody gives. I don't. I don't think anybody cares. Now, is Jokic going a lock to have it? I still think he's the favorite. DraftKings thinks he's the favorite, but at least he put up numbers tonight. At least he, yeah, it wasn't like he didn't do his job. What else we got? Giannis Lurkin, though. Giannis Lurkin. Whoa. Twenty piece from my guy Mello. Mello. Oh, hey Mello. So bad, our D funnel the opposition to Joker at rim like he's Matumbo. Fact. We knew in 2017 that Yoke was never going to be an elite rim protector. Conley's inability to build any sort of D without him is worse than his 2017 draft. I mean, like, look, we got to save the like Malone Conley. Uh, in my opinion, we got to save the criticisms for when they have the team they were yeah, designed to totally. play with. This like, ship uh, is this this plane is missing a wing. Yeah, exactly. like, it feels a little bumpy up I, here. I, I will remind you that the Nuggets are still a half game from hitting their over. Like they are still yeah. going to surpass expectations with one yeah, more win. Like like the I mean the worst takes from the season that we see over and over and over is like this team is wasting Jokic's talent. And you're like they didn't do bro. it on purpose. Yeah, like they. Signed guys, and then the guys don't play, and that's not really. <laughs> it's not really the. They didn't plan on that happening. Wasn't plan um, A per se. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I appreciate the twenty dollars super chat. I just disagree with you, Melo. Agree with the one. defense part, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, and I agree with you that they need to add some defenders, and that's why I say. I mean, we said this at the start. I do think there are lessons they can learn from this, um, and there's obviously very specific players Dude, that maybe Shaq their time is coming in. Yeah, I think for, about Shaq Harrison once a week. Lacy guarded. <laughs> 
At least he guarded. He sure did. Adam, Adam make sure mind. you read this next one. Maxwell <laughs> says, come on, Adam. You predicts Murray return already for a month, giving dates. You oh, will eventually be right. This. Thank you. Maybe next season. Eric rolls Adam sucks. Oh, well, what a great super chat. Oh, Finally a, tough, a fucking super chat. A tough ending there. All the other super chats are like pretty good. Like this is a super fucking chat. <laughs> I'm telling you, I honestly, here's what's funny about my prediction for Thursday. I honestly think Murray would have been back today if they would have beat the Wolves. And I think Murray would have for sure been back on Thursday if they would have won today. <laughs> and now I'm like, <laughs> and now I'm like I, he's coming back Thursday, but it honestly might just be Sunday now. Like, <laughs> just let me know when he does. Uh, so but you're right. I am going to keep predicting it every single game until it's true. Somebody what else is going to happen? Wound, yeah, throwing some ointment here. Jason says, <laughs> Super Chat, Jokic playing 8D chess and making sure we stay in six so we play Golden State. Hey, man, it might work out perfect. That Jokic is pretty wily, is he not? <laughs> so wily. He did look like he was throwing that game in the fourth. <laughs> that's like not he, a real take. Look like he was very tired. <laughs> right. What else not, we got? That's not a real take. <laughs> ben says, trying to stay grateful tonight, but it is a hard with this performance. So I will be grateful to the whole DNVR crew for giving us a placed event and bringing us together. Hell yeah, man. That's what Shout out to all of you. Hey, who real was that one guy that, was, that just had the last super chat where he was yelling at me? Yeah, that's you. how you super chat. Ben, no, I actually, super I actually chat. preferred the previous chat. Did you not hear what he said about me? <laughs> Well, I, it was I in direct juxtaposition to Eric. You know what? Like we we're rise together. Listen, no? we're a unit until like one of us realizes that we're better than the other. And yeah, can like, I get this? There's a bunch of goddamn scrubs. I'll take us. this one. Super sticker, a pile of poop with a face. <laughs> <laughs> That's the highlight of my night. Oh man, I love everybody. Hell of a sticker. Except for the Nuggets, they can all suck it. <laughs> Three says Jokic had thirty of the first sixty-three points. Need him to generate fifty to sixty points between points and assists just to beat bad teams. Another and not playoff on deck. Man, I hope so. I hope you're right. Here, here's one thing. The only thing that could save the Nuggets is not. It really is. That's Murray could come back, and I'm hopeful for that. Uh, Michael Porter, who knows? We haven't heard a single thing about him. But Inat, that's the thing I'm banking on. What else we got? Hopefully we'll read these very slow so Wind can join. Gus says, I forgot about Wind. Tonight it. made me miss Paul Millsap, vet leadership. Our dad, man. I miss our dad, too. Dad's not playing. <laughs> I, can feel, I don't know if you guys have noticed. He's just like, he, he's like Marcus Howard right now. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, he's played for like, like his fiftieth year in the league. He is really old. When he was, when he still had some legs underneath him in Denver, though, that was the closest they came to like a legitimately good defense. And that so wasn't true. just all his individual effort. It was he was the player that yes. was an extension of Malone on the floor in that way. So he true. cared about defense, and I, a player of that ilk would be nice in the next couple of seasons for sure. Yeah. Morgan, last one here. Morgan says, Wes Unsell tonight did us a favor. Dev made me money tonight. Tell oh, your neighbor right. tonight too much sobby. Don't worry. The sky is not falling. See, this is the one that is for me. Oh, we saved the best man. one for last, and I, I, I appreciate Super Producer Kelly. First off, not even a compliment. He just, he just stated a fact. But I do that every single time. It's a consistent fact. <laughs> it's a consistent fact. And he also let everybody else know that like, that's what I do. He'd be like, Dev made me money. I Dev win. also wore a sweatshirt. Wow, everybody loves Dev. I mean, we... every, all three things you just said are true, though. <laughs> they are true. I just lived. He did wear his money. Three facts. He's wearing yeah, a sweatshirt. Also, everybody loves, everybody loves Dev. Is, Guys, hating, is hating in your blood? Uh, I, yes, I don't have yes. any blood left. I bled it all out downstairs. I'm working off of pure uh, athletic greens. Uh, 
That stuff's pretty good. I know, except for it makes you this hateful version of yourself. I'm glad <laughs> it, it greens <laughs> great, there, but it really turns you into an asshole. It's just it's like, a weird thing. Yeah, you just eroded it. Weirdest ro- sound effects. Yeah, like, you just eroded into basketball golem. Um, what other takes do we have while we wait for? What do you think wins coming? <laughs> She's like, I just went home. I'm pretty sure. Oh, we're waiting for AG. Man, so Jokic already talks, but not AG. Malone sexy meter. Okay, pull it up. Yeah, right, why, why, why not? Or yeah, or yeah. Oh, so, yeah. look how sexy. I'm gonna, he is. I'm gonna go yellow. It was. I, I'm gonna go in between yellow and orange. He was pretty sexy tonight, but you're That's hot to trot. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think he was somber. I say smolder tonight. Yeah, I think he was somber. He was smolder. a fourth quarter away from from hot to trot. Man, I, I'll tell you what, I'm nervous for how tired he points. was. What right. is your own personal Jokic sexy meter vibe right now? What do you I'm mean? A, I am purgatory pouty like I've never been. Right? Oh, your own self? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are purgatory pouty. I'm so purgatory pouty. Yeah, you were in a great mood today, too. The I know. Everything was great. No, everything was great. I like found I had newfound respect for my coworkers. I, <laughs> what? Uh, I was newfound? Like, what did we do tonight? Not true at all. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> well, I just came erroneous. in like the, you know, the birds were chirping and then the wind started blowing. Not the Harrison wind, the actual wind, which I, is a harbinger of uh, things to come, clearly. Do you guys watch that? So yesterday I'm watching TNT and then after the game, that show Chad came on. Have you guys heard of the show? I have oh, seen that yes. show, yeah. First of all, I thought it to be very funny. I only watched maybe 15, 20 minutes. I didn't watch a full episode. Huh? I'm just curious where you go with this. Well, I'm, I'm, Harrison's waiting for Aaron Gordon. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. So we're just talking <laughs> about <laughs> Chad <laughs> earnestly. But here's, here's the premise of the story. <laughs> make, sure the, make sure this makes the... Uh, the, th- the <laughs> Put this in the chat when we do the summary of what this episode was about. It's like a <laughs> like, the Denver Nuggets fumble a perfect opportunity to make the playoffs. Chad, the show reviewed by the Denver Nuggets crew. <laughs> and then he's just going to say it's super interesting. I was just going to say it's weird. There's like a 40-year-old woman who plays an eight, 16-year-old boy. It's yeah. very, and it's like she gets kind of funny looking. I don't yeah. know. It's oh, you're a Pen15 guy, right, Eric? I Everyone should watch Pen15. Pen that show's great. I love Pen15. You know what? Also, like, uh, <laughs> uh, are we just <laughs> are we just sharing we're shows just, we've seen that we like? Now, uh, there's a show called Wins uh, Joining Soon. I think there's a show called Life and Beth <laughs> on uh, Hulu, starring Amy Schumer, who gets going who gets so much uh, hate for some reason, but it's fucking hilarious. Oh wow! People really guys, don't like Amy Schumer. I did love. She, did she steal jokes? Is that why? No, people are just like weird towards women comics. You think that's what it is? Yes. She also might have stolen jokes, but I think <laughs> both of those. Di- I do think both of those dynamics. Uh, are. But it's really funny. Love and Beth, life and Beth, as in life and death. On Hulu, when you guys like uh, first get an uh, like an account, does it ask for you guys' race? <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> I don't get the same shows that you guys get. I know that there's like a, a, a curtain that my shows are behind. <laughs> This show. It like it starts off. It's like name bands that you like. I'm like Nirvana. They're like, oh, Flame we got you. Lips. We got you. Okay. Yeah, all right. White guys. White guy. Life and Beth. Get in here. I promise you, I'll be like, dog. They're just they're trolling or they're making something. I don't get the same options as you guys. Does your do you do you guys? Does anybody have uh, Amazon? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Amazon. You guys I say Snowfall? Yeah. yeah, yeah I watch yeah. Snowfall. Does yours say that? I have never been on Amazon. We have it though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe it's on the opposite end. Because I know that I have not seen none of those or even well, seen they, they, it across is, my screen. Yeah, I'm trying, trying. You know what's really funny? I was working on a take. 
like a basketball take. <laughs> Why? What um, did you have? What do you got? Well, it was interesting because Boogie blew it. Malone had to bring Jokic back early in the second and the fourth, and he looked absolutely gassed. Super chat. Ah, oh, super chat. Peep out the Ozarks. You know, it, you know, it is. Can I, you know what is something funny, man? As you get, especially when you have kids and you get older, like you have to, you have to pick your spots of staring into the abyss. I mean, yeah. like, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mike like you're like, I can only watch the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> it's not true. It's like the only thing my heart can handle. I'm serious about this. Like, I love dark movies. Like, all yeah. my favorite movies are very bleak. Yeah. We talk about music we love. They yeah. have, like, dark undertones, this or that. And you start having kids and stuff. Right. And all of a sudden, you have to be like, do I want to emotionally invest in being sad? Right. Don't you're think like, I need it. You're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm telling you, with that. Ozarks, I watched, like, the first, like, two episodes, and I was like, I can just tell this is going to make me sad a lot. Yeah, you're like... I don't know if I want it yet. You're like, I'm punting on the concept of existentialism by replicating my genes and knowing that they'll live beyond me. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not going to focus on the dark anymore. I'm going to. to facilitate the light. I'm telling you, it's the weirdest phenomenon. I mean, you're like this. You like dark things. I do, yeah. I used to like them a lot more in college. I was a real sad flavor. Yeah, boy. you just like lean can... into it. Yeah. That yeah. show is incredible, though. I'm going to say that. Ozarks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you sad. would like it actually yourself a lot. I might. I'm just telling you, like, it's an emotional commitment. I'm not sure I'm ready to, like, throw emotional weight into. So here's a super chat I missed earlier. Wonder is back, baby. Oh, that's the worst super chat ever. Oh, How much no. did they super chat? How much is that? $2. That's not enough for that bullshit. You brought in these bad vibes here. <laughs> What the hell is There's that? A good joke, though. From Down Under? He says, <laughs> keen for two things soon. Jamal Jesus. and DNBA snake draft. It is almost oh snake draft season. We got to get some good snake draft. Yeah. The, worst snake part is our, right now. Our worst one, the worst part is our first snake draft is going to be devastating moments from the season. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be so fun. We're like, we're oh, Boogie smoking that uh, dunk. That would have. Uh, what would go number one? It's got to uh, be Porter injury. Control. I was Porter say, injury number one. Number two yeah. might be uh, Porter setback. Porter setback. <laughs> Porter setback. Yeah. Setback, yeah like, what, uh, God, what is the other? Ultimate bummer. We, I, we losing get losing to the Timberwolves, yeah. like when oh, it was yeah. all on the line, was Hell a yeah, real dude. total bummer. Yeah, there are some good, some good moments. <laughs> I was a good snake draft. We could go five <laughs> rounds deep on that. Yeah. <laughs> could it just be like the the Suns being awesome? And yeah. Just like everything going. Their yeah. Way? There can be things that are larger than the Nuggets that just like you are have to just compare our current station in life to where other people you watch other people enjoying things and yeah. you yourself can't enjoy anything. You know the, the absolute worst is like when we launched PHNX and people are like I agree that was the you, worst. It was the worst. And then everyone's <laughs> like F the Suns you guys are like like the Suns like you guys don't realize we hate them. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. They just they, they make money for us. Oh, you mean we we hate PHNX? Yes, I'm saying like, yeah, yeah. oh, like they're they're like just they're all, oh, sons, everything's all great, like everything's going perfect for them, and yeah. it's like, yeah, we also hate them. Guys. Yeah, like, no, it it is like uh, where you just look at like a guy who has like rich parents and shows up in a Maserati <laughs> and like you work three jobs and the goddamn Ford Fiesta keeps breaking down. But like teammate. somehow like you keep like you're keeping pace and the guy in the Maserati is like not paying attention <laughs> doesn't doesn't care and we're just like why weren't you paying attention like yeah. goddamn it if we had what you had what we would do oh what we would do we should only open up new markets where the teams suck and totally. are no threat <laughs> I look at, we gotta go to Orlando next like, hey. O-L-D-O coming up next <laughs> We're gonna get Orlando. <laughs> we might get Detroit going. And we we could just like, call it OKC. <laughs> we don't even name no it fourth anything. Fourth we, have, we have to add a fourth letter. No. OKC C. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your level of hope right now, Dev, in the Nuggets? I mean, like, 
they might get the uh, the nice thing about the playoffs right now, and everybody keeps saying Golden State looks like it's gonna be Golden State. The nice thing about it all, Golden State's just like Denver. Their world is also collapsing around them. They just have one championship, so they have that kind of behind them. But like you're saying, if they match up with the Warriors, I think they're gonna match up with them though. <sighs> there is hope, and I'm sure that you know in, in the the next week or so we're gonna talk about it a lot. But I feel like you know my first initial, I think there's hope um, based off of the idea that Curry has not been playing much lately. Also, they don't have a center. They they don't have a center this year. So Draymond Green having to guard Yoke for you know entirety of a series i just don't think that it's capable i think that he's going to be a good help side defender and he could bring um th- that type of help but also aaron gordon is going to is going to be a handful for draymond by himself so i have no idea how they're going to try to slow down Jokic. and also i think to. that yeah. everyone else everyone else matches up i don't think that denver can slow down curry so on both ends you have a shooter versus a very dominant player that can score whenever like whenever he wants to i think that is um, I have a good hope in that. Yeah. That, I mean, the, that'll be the purgatory off, will it not? Like, the two teams that are just, like, <laughs> had to yeah. just, like, wade through the muck and the mire to get to this this point. Man, I just, I just can't believe that this is the way that I'm feeling at this exact moment. Like, I just figured, like, you know, if I, as I looked towards the end of the season months ago, I'm like, well, it'll be fine. We'll have... Michael Porter Jr. will be back. Right, right. Jamal Murray will be back. Hey, it's all, all on the table. Right. Can we do a quick brightest timeline? Yes. Murray comes back on yes. Thursday. He looks incredible. He looks Paul exactly George like, S. Yes. He looks Paul George S. Oh, the brightest timeline. I love it. I love that it's me, too. Like, I, I'm always on the bad yeah, it's because, it's because usually yeah, I, you make yeah, I, what they, yeah. I got one good one. It's the brightest timeline. <laughs> oh. Yeah, hey, my homie, for sure. Um, all right, so it's Murray comes back on Thursday, and he just looks great right out of the package. He's the savior that we were hoping he would be. Maybe Michael Porter's right there behind him. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, Bart- Barton and Monte play well. Beautiful. Barton all of a sudden goes back to like eight shots a game as the fourth option, and it's just like perfect for him. We, uh, we, we become smug to a spectacular degree again. I'll just take a win. <laughs> just a single win. Can we get a singular <laughs> win? Yeah, At this point, you're right. My bar is so low for me that I'm like, just give me a Thursday win. I want to take like bright. Friday off. I would I'll, love... I'll take a Wolves loss. I don't oh, even speaking of which, Friday, if you don't know, uh, opening day for the Rockies. Very Holy excited smokes. about our Rockies coverage. We have a huge announcement coming up on Thursday. We have some really cool stuff. But Friday, I, who, we are going to be down partying hard for opening day. Oh. Opening day is like St. Patty's Day, man. Dude, we're going to be parties. partying hard. Do you know dude. what's opening, Dev? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, I know things that are opening. Dev's a huge Rockies fan. It's a baseball day. Yeah, That's right. Dev, no, you can't keep Dev away from a Nirvana song or an opening baseball game. But we're going to be at Ice House, so we're not going to be at I mean, opening day is a Lodo event. Everybody's down at Lodo. So we're going to be at Ice House, which is a sister bar, actually, of DNVR. Uh, so we're going to be over there. We're, we're going to have a tent set up. Eric's probably going to be, like, piss drunk. Yeah, it'll be ridiculous. I will be piss drunk, and then I will have peed myself. Um, but the, also, if you're if you like T-shirts, there will be two two exclusive drops. I was gonna say, what is? Oh no, it's not Wind. What what is I AG know. doing? Did he all me, I was Wind wrote for. me six minutes ago saying, okay, I'm gonna set up. They're done. It's just like Mosey. He's probably stopped in the hall to talk to Singer. What do we got? What's the super chat? Oh, it's Evan. He says, what would the DNVR pronunciation of Miami be? Mimi. <laughs> I mean, probably be FLDA. Oh yeah, because it's a state. Because it's Florida. You think you would just cover Orlando and Miami together? There's a lot of these, know, to be yeah. honest with you guys. Like, there's a lot of these ones that we've thought about that are just like really, really hard. 
Yeah, this this, is, we're gonna have to ditch the naming convention. Yeah, because <laughs> then like Nashville also, and Memphis like hate each other, but they share yes. teams. Also, there's like weirdness. As far as not the, every city's cool like Denver. Well, also as far as the guy that makes the logos, like we've done, we've gone to places that have like just naturally cool, dynamic, flags, interesting flags. Yeah. And as you head eastward, every flag is the <laughs> same flag, and it's all a crest with a tr- uh, like a mountain man wrestling a bear. <laughs> It's like the story of the township wrapped up. That's how every. That's actually you didn't know Pittsburgh was formed by a man wrestling a bear. Every was, single one. It's or it's like a, yeah. It's like a a, tra- a trapper shaking hands with a beaver or something. It's like what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Heritage gets really dumb when you really boil it down like it's so that. So bad. Uh, I'm never gonna forgive Harrison. No, because I know he's been done for a long time. If he knew we were listening to Lincoln Park right now, <laughs> he would put us out of this. You know what? You know, Harrison, you can you can order songs when you're not here. Harrison is playing Lincoln Park, laughing at us. Is right he the now. one who put 30 seconds to Mars on earlier? Shout out Jared Leto, 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 <laughs> Leto whatever. Yeah. Um, God, I hate Harrison. He's terrible. He's the he's the worst. I have nowhere else. I'm to gonna go I'm right gonna now. S- I'm gonna start the grades. You guys, let me you want to start? So who's gonna get a? Uh, uh, how many non apps are you together. handing out? Let's we should the do the grades. Together. Let's crowdsource the grades. Chet, Jokic, what are we giving Jokic tonight? Jokic gets an A, but not an A plus tonight. <sighs> do we care what the players have to say tonight? Do, like, can I ask? Do we care what the, anyone that played in this game has All to say tonight? Aside, when's the last time that we heard something really good from Aaron Gordon? Why do we wait so long for <laughs> so Aaron true. Gordon? He's just so like, long. yeah, Jokic is nice. Dude, it was so cool, bro. Uh, Harrison, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I know that the interview with Aaron Gordon wrapped up five minutes ago. What are we doing? Drowning over here. All right, I can just leave and you guys can end the show right now if you want. Just we're, say the word. Quickly down, go through whatever it was that we're was down said. so bad. We're down, we're down just say so the bad. word, no. We're, we're, right we're, now. We're, we're, we're down so bad. Um, I hope that Michael Malone delivered a great sermon after this game what did he give us uh yeah i don't have a great sermon for you right <laughs> <laughs> and he gave a pause <laughs> i'm gonna just drag this out as long as <laughs> all right uh. um michael malone's biggest theme tonight was that the nuggets wasted a golden opportunity uh, they had a chance to clinch the sixth seed. The Timberwolves lost, and they wasted uh, that opportunity. He said they played with no urgency tonight. He said our bench unit played like this was a game in the middle of November, not a game where we had the chance to clinch a playoff spot. And he just highlighted, you know, a lack of urgency. And then he talked about the defensive breakdowns. They wanted to run Devin Vassell and Josh Richardson off the three-point line. I think those guys both shot seven or eight threes tonight. Uh, so that wasn't the right game plan, or they didn't execute the game plan there. And then he just felt like the team expended so much energy, and, and mainly one guy expended so much energy trying to get us back into the game. We didn't have the energy in the end to close it out. I always think back to after that 76ers game when the Nuggets, you know, supporting cast really stepped up and then we saw the picture of the locker room and somebody, we think Will Barton said, we ride with you, big fella or whatever. Like, we got your yeah. back. And I'm thinking like, yeah, that one time. <laughs> 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 
All right, what um, else? But the I think the guy that Malone was really talking about when he was talking about people expending so much energy and then being fatigued at the end of the game was Nikola Jokic. This was kind of the standout quote from Malone, I thought. He said, look, he's been carrying the team for 80 games, and I can't take him out of a game, so you got to get him right back in there, and he's gassed. So I went back to him around the 9.30 mark of the fourth quarter tonight, and he looked at me like, already? <laughs> like, look, he never complains. He wasn't complaining, but I mean, he's tired. He's, he's fatigued. And he Ugh. felt like some of his misses at the end of the game shots he usually makes. He just missed because he was tired. Yeah. I mean, he was, there was no question. He was absolutely gassed down the stretch and he was short on everything. Yeah. He played 20 minutes in the first half tonight. That probably contributed to some of it, man. Um, Jokic tonight, he said, well, look, we didn't control the game. Uh, we didn't defend at all. He was asked how to get the defense better back to where, you know, it was earlier this season. He goes, I wish I had an answer, uh, but I don't know. Probably we need to play harder. Uh, he went on to say, look, I just missed some shots that I normally make down the stretch. He was asked if he was tired. He was asked if he was fatigued. Of course, he didn't really say yes or no on that. Um, but it was pretty clear that he was. I also saw he on the bench was holding like a towel over his wrist. I'm wondering if his wrist is bothering him a little bit or not. Oh, sick. And then we talked to Aaron Gordon as well. And Aaron was asked about the defense. And he was like, Look, we need to communicate more. We didn't communicate at all tonight. We were super quiet. And I've got to be the captain of the defense. I've got to start communicating more. That starts with me. Um, he said, look, this was a bad loss for us. We didn't take advantage of the opportunity. Um, and, you know, it's really frustrating. This is a bad loss for us. Uh, and then with his game specifically, what was working for him in the second half, he said, look, I just tried to get to the rim. Earlier in the game, I was settling. And... I've got to play inside out. Then my jumper will start falling. That's what I did in the second half. It's so true, but it's also kind of funny that it's a thing that has to be reminded to him. You know, like, I mean, his game to me is so clear that when he's aggressive going to the hoop, he has great games. And when he's not, it's just funny because, like, he knows it. You know what I mean? So it's weird that he doesn't come into every game like it. Although I can't complain. He was good tonight, but it's, yeah. that, it's almost a weird yeah. quote. We talk about the same thing with Aaron Gordon every single game. <laughs> game storyline. Yeah. Oh, he went to the basket? He was yeah. great tonight. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't <laughs> well, he settled for too many jumps. Yeah. It's yeah. a fact. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Uh, any That's other, all I got from the postgame. Any other notes just from the arena tonight? I mean, my first observation from this game, the last home game the Nuggets had was the Minnesota game. And I said to you guys after that one that, that was the most intense regular season game that I had been to since game 82. Like that felt like a game seven winner take all type game. And this game just felt like, you know, any random regular season game that man dropped into There was just like no passion. There was no like buzz about this game at all. And, um, it was kind of a predictable performance in that way. We need a great crowd Thursday, man. <laughs> like the Nuggets need a really good, intense feeling for it because that game is going to be hard and and it's just so important. Um, two two questions here. One was there anything on Monte Morris's ankle? No, there wasn't, but it definitely looked like it affected him. I mean, he hurt that pretty 
early on. It was the first half, right? I, I don't remember I don't what – I don't remember. It might have been second half, but either way, yeah. yeah. Definitely seemed like it affected them. And, and obviously they need him so bad for Thursday and for Sunday, so even just a little bit of a tweak and an angle can, can kind of – Monte's such an important piece for the Nuggets, you know. Like when he plays bad, Denver loses game. He was bad tonight. They they lost. So if well, that'll be a thing to kind of monitor. And then lastly, did you get an opportunity to kind of check out the Jamal Murray pregame workout? Is there any sort of update on on how he looked? Uh, if you got a chance, um, he did warm up for a little bit, uh, and you know his normal warm up period, and then. Um, you know, he was warming up. Michael Porter was on, you know, the floor with him. And then he got kicked off the floor um, by the Nuggets dance team. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, okay. Yep. So oh. He was going through his warm-up and then um, just, he, had to, he had to vacate for the dance team. That is okay. what's important. Wow. <laughs> Do you want to make any bold predictions here before you get out? Regarding the dance team? <laughs> um, I mean, Jamal, he might come back Thursday. He also might not. I love it. Harrison, that's <laughs> coming in hot. coming in so hot. Get home safe. We'll see you later. Um, all right. Cue that outro music. Let's get the hell out of here. Hurry up. <laughs> Tick freaking talk. Um. The game was excruciating, but the uh, losers' loud I fun feel good. way I feel, more excruciating. I had fun. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. I feel way better. I have to say, I, I am burdening myself with a lot of negative energy, <laughs> and I spread it onto all of you. So thank you for that. Thank you for being my receptacle. Everybody, don't forget Friday we are at Ice House opening day. Thursday we got a game. If you're not going to be at the arena, then come to the DNVR bar and scream for us. It might be an exciting one. We've also got a show tomorrow at two thirty. We'll have some fun there. All right, everybody. Get home safe. Let's go.